Domestic Violence Awareness, Part 1. Domestic violence is a growing issue in Dallas-Fort Worth, especially in Tarrant County. It's a traumatic and sometimes fatal situation. It does not discriminate and affects more families than you would think. Financial and emotional stress from the pandemic only makes things worse. ACH recognizes the spread of domestic violence in our area, and the mothers and their families that survived it need extra support to help them heal and move forward. Families Together is an ACH program that provides housing to single mothers and their children who become homeless due to intimate partner domestic violence. For 12 to 18 months, ACH staff help these mothers overcome their trauma, reclaim their independence, rebuild their lives, and empower them with the tools they need to be self-sufficient. Before they ever enter the long-term care of ACH's Families Together program, these mothers and their children have already gone through so much. Heartache, stress, violence, abuse, trauma, these are not easy words to hear, but their words are staff here all the time in the stories of the mothers we help. ACH's Nick Little is going to share a few of the more common experiences. Before we begin, it's important to note this next part comes with a trigger warning. Some of the material will be graphic and difficult to hear as it describes the violent, traumatic, and real experiences of women who come into our care. So the day in the life of someone that would come to families together, I mean, it obviously can vary from person to person, but what it tends to look like with domestic violence is, say you have a mother, she decides to move in with her boyfriend. They've been together for a little bit, they're getting serious. Um, so they move in, you know, slowly, you know, she might start to notice little things. Boyfriend's more controlling, demanding of her attention, those kind of things. Boyfriend starts questioning her every move. You know, is she potentially cheating on him? Really starts control, just this controlling nature. Uh, maybe takes her phone away. But, you know, it's kind of brushed off as, well, you know, that's just, that's just who he is. He's a good guy. He's really good with my kids. My family loves him. Um, so she just kind of brushes that off. You know, months kind of maybe start to go by and maybe things start to escalate a little bit. You see him not letting her leave the house or not letting her be around friends and becomes more controlling. So now, now he's putting, you know, requirements on her, be home by this time or, you know, let me know who you're going to see or give me your phone so I can go through it. Maybe that turns into physical abuse if she starts starts to speak up, um, and that could be you know slapping or pushing, and uh, she might fight back a little bit. But that's where boyfriend might make a claim to I'm going to harm your children, or you know I'm going to tell Department of Family and Protective Services that you're drinking a lot or that you take you know depression meds so you're not fit to see your kids or you're not fit to take care of your kids. So it can, you know, you can have this fear that she might lose something. Um, so not wanting to lose her kids or not wanting to go through that battle, she stays with him. All these things trump, trump what this person's going through. And you just see the demeanor. You just see everything kind of change for the, for the mother. You know, she is, ends up being harder for her to keep a job. Work decreases um, because she's having to miss Maybe she has to cover cover up bruises and different things like that. So kids are starting to notice that and see those things. 
um, but she's doing everything that she can to kind of keep everything together instead of trying to combat what boyfriend's doing she is timid to it she doesn't speak up she tries to keep the peace and you know thinks that maybe that'll be enough to make the relationship work but in this particular situation no i mean it just ratchets up even more the physical abuse ratchets up and it might turn into sexual abuse you know in this particular scenario the accusations of cheating just kept going and kept going to the point where he's forcing her to strip down naked to prove that she's not cheating on him and when she fights back he gets more aggressive and sexually assaults her and makes her do what he says the physical violence becomes to the point where strangulation is a possibility where he's choking it's not just hitting now the aggression gets even worse you know and again he has this control over her with this fear of their children being taken away that she doesn't want to do anything and in this particular scenario she doesn't know anything about domestic violence is this even considered domestic violence she's with a loved one or one she would consider a loved one so she doesn't know what to do um, and is ultimately feels stuck and feels like she has to continue to be in this or she's endangering the lives of her children so as our mother has experienced all these dramatic situations that's been involved with her boyfriend you know we get to a critical point where the escalation gets so bad so boyfriend usual self um, ranting and raving he pulls a gun on our young young mother and threatens to kill her in front of her kids ultimately the gun gets put away once she kind of complies with him but this is the moment where she realizes this is not going to get better. There's nothing I can do. It's only going to get worse. So this is the point where she realizes I need to find help and reaches out um, to find some temporary help and is able to get out of the home. And after that, she's put in contact with ACH and our Families Together program. And she's able to come um, here for long-term help. And she can start that long road um, to recovery. And hopefully getting herself back to what we would say is normalcy. Putting, putting a family back together after a traumatic experience of domestic violence and sometimes years of trauma takes a skilled team. We walk beside them as they come into this program and dealing with the highs and lows of trauma and help them the best we can. Next time on Community Conversations, Nick breaks down the most common misconceptions about domestic violence. I think the one that I hear the most is, why doesn't the victim leave? I mean, it's just as simple as walking out the door. It's a lot harder than that, especially when you deal with all the, the parts of that person's life. You'll also be hearing soon from a former Families Together client and domestic violence survivor, Amanda. If you're not capable of doing something like that to someone, you don't think that that other person is. The control started in the very beginning and I didn't recognize it that way. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Help us spread the word about this growing issue in Dallas-Fort Worth. Rate, review, and subscribe to Community Conversations, a podcast by ACH Child and Family Services. The more reviews we have, the easier it will be for others to discover this podcast. You can be an advocate for youth and families in need by sharing this podcast with a friend. We'll catch you next time on Community Conversations.